So, Hawks, all right. What would you say is a snack that you would call guilty pleasure? Uh, I'll start. Uh, I, I like to consider myself a health nut, and I like care about what I put in my body. But my guilty pleasure are Reese's. Uh, I pretty much keep my fridge stocked with them. Um, and my wife definitely makes fun of me for it, but I definitely have to keep my fridge stocked with them. It's like, you got to have at least eight cups a day. <laughs> hey, it's got a little protein in that peanut butter. <laughs> hey, it's getting, look, <laughs> a little protein in there, nice. A little bit. Yeah, mine's I mean, got to be microwave popcorn. I mean, like, it's just super fast, easy. It's just like throw it in there for like two minutes. It comes out. It's nice and warm, buttery. The texture is just soft. And you can eat like a ton of it, and it's got like no no calories. So nice and salty. Right. Mine would have to be um, – so Costco. They make these, they sell at Costco, these little like uh, chocolate croissants. You know, mm. it's like a croissant filled with chocolate and those things are phenomenal. I can't keep them around the house because I'd end up eating like six to seven of those things a day. They're like, you know, a hundred calories a piece. <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I could see that. I'm not, I'm not a popcorn guy just because they always manage to get like, I hate that stuck in my teeth thing or like a little piece of a kernel. In my, I, I don't know. It's just popcorn. I don't know. I used to love it as a kid, but as an adult, it just, I don't know. It's also uh, really salty. I guess if you don't put salt on it. I, I, I kind of like that. that. The saltiness, yeah. I think, is really dope. Like, I, I could, I don't know, butter, a, a mixture of butter and salt, even though it's not like the most healthy thing in the world, but. Oh, it's fire it on so popcorn. Cool it's just so good. But I, uh, all right. So I know you guys watch the 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 two bowl games, the Peach, Get, Peach Bowl, and was it the Rose Bowl? No, it wasn't um, Rose. No, no, it was Peach Bowl, and it wasn't I can't the orange because I know the, the orange was Tennessee and Clemson. So. Uh, I can't think of it. Was a big was it sugar? Bowl, was it sugar? Might have been a sugar bowl. Might have been that. But you know, it's Michigan the bowl. Is it? No, it's it might have been a cotton fiesta. bowl. Yeah, fiesta bowl. Fiesta. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fiesta. Yeah. So Michigan, TCU, and Ohio State and Georgia. Those two games are the best college football games in the entire college football history, in my opinion. Oh, they were phenomenal. Because um, usually those games are blowouts and they're just hard to watch. No, playoff history, not ever, though, right? That's what I said, yeah. playoff history. Yeah. Oh, playoff history. Okay, uh, yeah. 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 Um, they're just hard to watch, usually, like, especially if it's involving Alabama playing somebody or Clemson playing somebody. It's always a blowout. And – and to be honest, the the only game that the only game that I think that will rival that game is the Clemson Alabama national championship game the year that Clemson won. It's probably to me that rivals that the year that Deshaun Watson won on like a game winner or whatever. Yeah, what was that? Twenty seventeen. 
probably I want yes because they he was drafted in 2017 draft. Yes. So it was that year. Yeah. Uh, yes. That probably can rival those two just because and because it was the, like for the whole thing, but to talk about those games last weekend or it was last weekend, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was last so, weekend. Uh, my, I think Georgia's going to win it all, even though I would love to see TCU win it because I mean, that's a hell of a story. Um, yeah. They were watching and, Georgia win. They, they, yeah, they were. Yeah. I mean, Georgia's just so dominant, but, I think watching that Ohio State game, I feel like Ohio State dominated that game the entire game until Marvin Harrison got hurt. Yes. Uh, and that was a pretty big loss. Yeah, yeah that so, was kind of a that, that should have been called. Yeah. But I just want to see what you guys think about like those games. Like I honestly think those two games are uh, top five, and it's not a it's not a hard decision because the games haven't been great since the college football playoffs started. But no, uh, especially Sorry, those two are probably the one with Baker no, Mayfield. Either. The one with Baker Mayfield was really good too. I think they were playing Georgia, or didn't they get um, like spanked? I think they lost by a last second field goal or something. No, it was like versus Kyler Murray. No, maybe it was Kyler Murray. I can't remember. One I don't know. Every, games was every, really good. every time Oklahoma's been in it, I feel like they just shouldn't have been in it. It might have been. I don't know. I, I guess I didn't watch it. But, like, I know every time – the two times Oklahoma's made it, they looked like they shouldn't have been there. They, it was like they only were there because they won their conference. Okay. If that I, I I could be overstep I don't know I just because I know the I watched the one with Kyler and they got completely dismantled I don't know I, I don't know if Baker even did Baker make it to a college football playoff I think he did Let's look it up might might have been his Heisman year I mean that's the only year what he started really right did he only uh, start one year he started two. I think he started two. He was good for one. And that was yes. his Heisman year. So they did. Okay. Um, I mean, no one can do worse than what Michigan did last year against Georgia. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah. Georgia was – they had, like, 22 NFL, like, people drafted off that team or something. Probably it was the NFL a, record. Yeah. How many were in the first like, round? Well, the Georgia had the state of Georgia had that many. Yes, like kids that were born from Georgia. Yeah, yeah. But Georgia probably had half that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because some players go to Alabama and others go to Texas and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I think Georgia actually their their playoff game. uh, They ended up. uh, Uh, yeah. So Georgia won fifty-four to forty-eight in double overtime. In oh, the nice. Bowl. I thought that would okay. be fun. The only, the only issue with the whole, well, I, I guess it's just an issue with the college football playoffs is that there really only ends up being two teams that are like actually worthy to go to the playoffs, and then you have two other, you know, teams that are obviously really good but not in the same tier as your two top teams. And this year, I think it's only one. I have to disagree. I think all four teams prove they belong there. 
like everyone argues that TCU shouldn't have been there. And they, to me, they, they won that game. The, the score doesn't really show how I feel like I watched that game and it felt like TCU had the game in hand. Pretty oh, yeah, much the, all whole the, game. the whole like, time. Even when it was getting close, you're kind of like, ooh, it's getting a little bit close. And then TCU would put up another score and you're like, there's no way yeah. Michigan can come back from that. And then they kind of like Michigan would kind of fight back and then TCU would, you know, throw another dagger in it. And uh, honestly, this is this is the first time that I've seen, you know, like from me, what, and I didn't start watching until I went to college because I never really had a team to root for. Um, but this is the first year that I've actually seen teams that, you know, are, you know, the, the lower ranked teams actually play well against, you know, your Georges and Alabamas. Like that year that Ohio State came out of nowhere and beat Bama. Clem- like punched them in the mouth. They were the underdog. They're the they like barely barely got into the playoffs, and then they punched Bama on the mouth. Ezekiel Elliott kind of went. Yeah, off. they went on a oh, run. They had like three start three different starting quarterbacks that year. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Braxton Miller got hurt, I think, and then uh, T.J. Barrett got hurt, and Cordell Jones went on his Lynn Sanity run. Oh yeah, that was. That was crazy. He should have left to the draft right after that. that he should have. Uh, yeah, he would have. He would have definitely been taken second or third round, I think. Yeah. But he decided to come back, and I. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like one I of those was, things. Like, if you win the championship, you think you're gonna repeat that. Like, wow, we yeah, just had a yes. crazy run here. We let's just do it next year. That was so much fun. But it's like some of those things, like Lynn Sanity. You know, it's gonna once one-time in a career kind of thing. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen again. Yeah. I mean, unless you're pulling consistent, you know, talent like you are at Georgia and Alabama where you just have classes every year that are phenomenal. I mean, obviously, Ohio State gets phenomenal classes, but it's, you know, Alabama and Georgia are obviously pulling, you know, the top uh, yeah. talent. I definitely think TCU has a shot against Georgia just because Ohio State showed that there is a little – this Georgia team isn't last year's Georgia team. And that sounds crazy to say because last year's Georgia team lost a game and won a championship. This year's team hasn't even lost. But I honestly think they benefited from an SEC that was, like, kind of down this year. Like Alabama lost two games. One is the last time that happened. LSU has now lost four or lost three. Um, Tennessee was good this year, but then Hendon Hooker got hurt, and then they somehow laid an egg against South Carolina. So, like, the SEC was kind of like Auburn is terrible. So, like, the SEC was, like, kind of down this year, and they benefited from that, if that makes sense. Yeah. because last uh, I thought, year, I think SEC was a lot better last year than it was this year, in my in my opinion. And oh, I feel like they benefited I mean, from that. Georgia lost to what Alabama? That was their one loss, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah and the champ- that Alabama thought, team last yeah. year was way better than Alabama this year. Honestly, that Alabama team last year might be better than you know the, any of the teams playing this year. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that yeah. that Georgia yeah. team was so dominant. That's how they ended up 
went in just basically NFL teams playing in college yes. football. Yes. Yes. So what do you guys think about the uh, 12-man playoff that they said they're going to? I don't I like a lot it. Of fun. I, I think it's – Go ahead. It, it creates, like, kind of uh, – it makes college football more fun. You know, like if you know there's going to be four teams making it, Georgia, Alabama, these teams are going to make it every year. It makes it more fun for the rest of the other college teams. And like, it helps out recruiting. So like, you know, if you're a five-star player and you're like, you want to go win a chip, you know, you got to go to one of those four schools. But now that there's 12 teams getting in, it like provides more opportunities for like some of these yes. smaller schools. I mean, that, that are still D1 and still – even considered powerhouses too. Like, you know, Florida State will, you know, get some of those five-star back, five-star uh, players back. You know, it's not necessarily yeah. like D2 schools are getting five-star players, but like these still powerhouse schools are not even getting the recruits that are on the same level or even close to Bama or Georgia or Ohio State or USC. Yes. And also, if you look at it, um, and I'm just pulling this off the top of my head, so I might be wrong, but I don't think since they opened it up to four teams that a three or a four seed has ever won. I think it's always been a one or a Ohio two State, seed. Ohio State won. did. Yeah, Ohio State. They were that year they were a three or a four? They were a four, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the first well, year, they were a four. And they've been doing no it team now. has done it since. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing it for, what, 10 years now? It. It's nine, I think. It's going to, because I think that was 2014, I think. So yeah. this this would be the ninth year. So, yeah, almost so a decade. You look at it, and it's like this rarely happens. Like, if you really want to look at it, it it, it was dumb to open it up to a three and a four seed because the three and a four seed usually don't really hold a candle to, to the one and two seed. So... I, this is why we play games, though, right? Like, no, exactly. I mean, but I mean, that's a, a why one, a one seed should beat a four seed, like yes, seven out of eight times. Yes. Yeah. But that, that's why we watch the games because it's so exciting to watch. Like, can you imagine a twelve seed winning the chip? Like, they probably barely got in. I mean, it's going to exactly. happen like once out of like every twenty-five years. It's not like a common. Maybe thing, even but, less. It honestly might yeah. be one in fifty, but like. The point, the point that I'm trying to make is it's already opened up to four teams and four teams is too much. So why does it matter if it's 12? Now it's just, Actually, now you have more playoff games and the bowl games have about, been ordered about down. Money, that's kind of, it's yeah, definitely I mean, about, it's it's all definitely about money. money. It's money. I'd watch I honestly I mean, think eight would have been fine. Eight would have been perfect for me just because of the fact that there are years where there are teams that are not like basically kind of piggyback off of what Nick was saying like there there are sometimes years their team like Cincinnati last year do I think in a four man in a four team setting they should have been in no but eight yes because their record says they should be like yes. in normal years TCU let's be honest if Alabama had one loss TCU would not be in it this year no if we're being oh, honest yeah because they yeah. had one loss and they lost their championship but the same the same thing is this year shows okay, all right, maybe eight teams to me would have been there because I feel like with twelve teams, you're gonna have some teams in there, a few teams in there with at least two losses. Yeah. Or you're gonna have teams in there that didn't even qualify for their conference championship 
or they didn't win their division. You're going to have teams like that, like like a team like North Carolina, who lost uh, five games this year. If they didn't lose their bowl game, they probably would have. Like that's my point. Like ten wins probably will put you in with a twelve man with a twelve team um, setting, and people think it's going to give schools like TCU, Baylor, Oregon. I won't say Oregon because Oregon pretty much has separated themselves between those schools. People kind of give Oregon a little bit more respect than they give the others, but yeah. teams like teams like that, like it's not going to be like that. It's going to be like that for years where you got Alabama who has two losses, but you can put them in because you can justify it. You got years where you got Tennessee with three losses, but you can justify it. So you're going to put them in and they had two losses this year, but you get what I'm saying? Like the point is, the big yeah. boys, they're just going to have more of the big boys in, USC, UCLA, especially since they're both coming to the Big Ten and they're leaving a lesser conference. So yes, my my point my point of reason why I don't like it is because if you're going to do 12, you might as well do 16. If you're going to do 16, you might as well do 20. That's my point. So I'm saying – I like it. I like it. More football. I, I like watching football games. I mean – I think, but that's harder to – There's games I, on, I'll I, watch them. Like, I, I do think – Eight, 12 is good because they do have, like, having them wait a whole month to play is ridiculous to me. Yes. Yeah, that's just ridiculous to me. So I do like the 12. They're going to put have more more games in between that week, you know, that one-month time period, and they can still have it in, in the first of the year, January, so they can get their coverage like they want to. But my point is eight teams seem solid to me because you would get – I feel like, do I think Alabama could beat TCU? Absolutely. Do I think Alabama could beat Michigan or Ohio State? Absolutely. Do I think Alabama on a given day could beat Georgia? This year, probably not. But my point is, you get the teams that I feel like deserve it in there, as opposed to what, 12, you get maybe two or three teams in there that they only got in there because you have obviously said, well, they won 11 games. And then they're going to – I just don't – you're going to have a lot of – like every time Notre Dame makes it, I'm like, they only got in because they're not in the – they're not in a a conference. And they played nobody, and their record is so good. And then they're always a fourth seed or a third seed, and when you see them play, they get demolished. And I feel like that's what's going to happen. We're going to have a lot of stinkers because of the fact we're going to have teams like BYU or uh, a Tulane, which is a great story. But we're going to have schools like that in there. They're going to play a big boy school, and they're going to get demolished, and it's going to be bad football. But they're still going to make money. I mean, we're going to get some games that we always wanted. Like that Utah team, they could be Bama. They're they're going to be good. They're going to be really good next year. I mean, they're good. They're going to be really good. If they didn't lose to Florida, I honestly think they would be TCU. Had they not lost to Florida earlier in the year, I think they would be in a better spot. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get – like, there's a lot of those matchups that you're never going to see, like – Well, maybe I mean, get Iowa in there in the 12th Iowa-Bama. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I mean, there's a legitimate yeah. shot that, like, you could on a good year. Like, if you get Brian Ferentz out of there and get an offense that could actually do something that's not, you know, pa- or uh, run, run, pass – you might get a team that's good enough to get in there. I mean, you might see a Wisconsin in there 
or maybe in Minnesota, or like, it just opens up the door for like, obviously you're not really going to see any, like too many additions outside of the big 10 and SEC, like your occasional big 12s and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you don't have your ACC with Clemson and maybe I, yeah. Florida state when Florida state comes back to life at some point, yeah. if they ever do. Uh, they tend like, to have some good players, but they don't usually like, they can't usually pull it together for the whole year. Yeah, they're a sleeping giant, honestly, to me. I feel like they need the right coach to come in and say, let's turn this around. I feel like Florida State. Because the guy that's there now, uh, I don't even know who it is there. Honestly, I just think they need some – like, I thought getting Deion Sanders would have been great for Florida State. Uh, It would have been a great story. Yeah. But yeah, hey, it didn't happen. and everything, but yeah, who knows? No, I mean, Colorado, Colorado might be good in the next. They're going to be good in the next few years, I believe. Well, I just yeah. have faith in Dion. They're getting enough, you know, recruits. The uh, Florida State coach is Mike Norville. Yeah, I don't even know who the heck that is. Sorry, exactly. guys, my wife was coming home, so my dogs are barking. But no, you're uh, okay. So. Football playoff, uh, NFL playoff is interesting now because they're doing a coin flips and there's two teams that played one less game. Uh, well, finished one less game. Um, honestly, I think to me, seeding does not matter. And my opinion is seeding does not matter uh, to the teams that are the top four teams. In the AFC. Now in the NFC, it's a little different because you got the Bucks who won their division by default because that division is absolutely garbage. Yeah, um, that's an understatement. I think they lose first round no matter who they play. Um yeah. so and it's probably gonna end up being Dallas. So I think they lose yeah, yeah, first round. A, I I wouldn't want to play Dallas. I mean if they get that yeah. run game going, that defense is really, really good. It's top three. Did you see the Eagles? Not to get off, but the Eagles, they need five sacks to break the 85 Bears record for most sacks in the game. I know it's one more they game. Won't, but they won't get it. If they're playing the Giants. They're playing the Giants. Yeah. They won't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they could. Four, four, four is not – a. They, have a really they good had two run. bad games. They could have broken it sooner. They had two bad games yeah. against D- Dallas and um, who they, the Saints did they lose to last week? Oh, yeah, Saints, yeah. Okay, here's a sidebar. I feel like Gardner Minshew just proved that Jalen Hurts is the MVP of the league. Um, yes. Even though he won't win it, he will not win it. Gardner Minshew. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. I, I, was, I was hearing it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Um, the person that's probably going to finish second is going to be Joe Burrow. Josh Allen's probably going to finish third, and Jalen Hurts is going to finish fourth. But really, I, I well, Jefferson should I be just, in that conversation. You should see, like, yeah, Jefferson is he doesn't play if he doesn't play like all pro 150 yards, we have no chance of winning. That Green Bay and game we, to me is a is a is a damper on my Justin Jefferson MVP. I, I think he should be a top five MVP vote getter. But I don't, we already know there's not going to be a non-quarterback to win that award. 
I've said this for years. The NFL should do what the MLB does. Give quarterbacks their own award and then let everyone else have the MVP because yep. it's unfair because no one is ever going to put up, have numbers that are as impressive as a quarterback just because they touch the ball every time. But And the league is so opened up that you got guys throwing for 5,000 yards regularly. Like, so I, I, I think I heard people say Gardner Minshew is a serviceable guy, quarterback, and he is. He's, his numbers say he's a serviceable guy. He was a solid starter in Jacksonville. He just wasn't the guy. Um, yeah. I think he could start on five or six teams right now. Like, if you put him in Carolina, I would definitely start him. But people were saying, this, is it this, the system? Right, all right. They ran that system, and Gardner Minshew lost him the game against Dallas. And he did not do anything against New Orleans. And I feel to be like fair, they are a little bit different types of quarterbacks, though. I mean, Hertz, Hertz does have but like t- but the people threat tell of the me run that... game. You're not like threatened yeah. by Gardner Minshew. For, I give you that. Read but, but who's a better passer? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Hertz. I mean, yeah. Hertz answered every question. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I just don't know how to stay. I mean, he doesn't take too many hits outside of like they do that like new uh quarterback sneak i'm not even sure what you call it where they they have like it's like a rugby scrum basically um but yeah i i don't know they i think did you hear that jalen hurts might have like a uh hairline fracture on his collarbone they're saying it's a collarbone injury they don't i'm kind of speculating but it's uh some yeah. type of collarbone injury so it's got to be something pretty tough i don't think they're coming out the nfc um, just because Jalen, you got to have Jalen Hurts for that team. To me, I feel like the defense is even taking a step back with Jalen being out. Um, I mean, they honestly took a step back against Chicago, and and Chicago it wasn't even a great offense. Um, no, I, just, I mean they sacked they sacked the heck out of them. But my point is like they didn't do much with the run game they didn't do much they allowed some passes over the top of their heads and then against Dallas they definitely just were atrocious uh I just want to know okay what you who do you got all right AFC AFC championship NFC championship who do you see there Ooh. so Chiefs are the one seed in the AFC? Not, it's not set. It's not for sure, though. I mean, they would have to win this week. If they don't win, then it'll be a coin flip between them and Buffalo. Okay, yeah. I think it's going to be – I mean, it's going to – It's going to be KC, probably. Yeah, KC and Bengals look like – they look really good. Joe Burrow looks um, – I, mean, I if think he, it's a – If he didn't – yeah, you can go, Kyle. Oh, I think it depends on if the Chiefs play the Bengals or not before you know, in the divisional round. I think Mahomes beats him finally. You think so? Because I think it's every time that Mahomes and Burrow have played, Burrow's ended up winning. Yeah, I just think Mahomes finally beats him. Yeah. Uh, I... Go on, sorry. No, you can go ahead, go. I just, I don't know if the Chiefs have as much talent as the Bengals do. That they don't. I honestly think their quarterback is better 
So I think that's enough. I just don't pick anybody. When it comes, I view Patrick Mahomes when it comes down to it, even though I don't like LeBron as much as I like Patrick Mahomes. But I feel like when it comes down to the money time and you absolutely need a game, he's not going to win all the championships. But when you need to get there, I'm picking him. I know the Bengals beat them last year. But if I'm being honest, the play calling in that second half against Cincinnati was atrocious. Yeah. Uh, And that defense just – I don't know. Uh, But if if I'm picking, I say it's probably Chiefs-Bengals again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they'll see – I would have loved to see Philly do it, but I just don't think Philly – I think Minnesota's a fluke. It looked good. But I think Minnesota, they're going to do what they always do. Uh, I I mean, they live and die by Justin Jefferson and Cousins. If Jefferson and Cousins can connect, they're going to win. If they can't, they're not. (laughs) Right. We we don't have to go to. Right. Well, I mean, you got Thielen. You got TJ Hawkinson. You got Dalvin Cook. You got Thielen's other options. Getting kind of up there. Thielen yeah. does not look the same. And he's what, three, but he's, a possession, he's a possession receiver. I mean, you don't need him to go over the top anymore. All you need is just if he can give you a five-yard slant or six, you got a third and five, and you can throw it to him for a five. I just feel like Kirk Cousins is in this mode where, like, with how Matthew Stafford was with Calvin Johnson, he got three people on him. He's still open. I feel like that's how Kirk viewed Justin. And I don't say he doesn't deserve it. Justin Jefferson is probably the second best receiver in football, and he's probably the best receiver in football right now. But at the end of the day, how did that work out for Detroit? I just don't see Green Bay show that if you can – now, Jair Alexander wants to take credit for that. And I'm like, buddy, stop. You only covered him three times the whole game. Um, <laughs> and when you did cover him, you had safety help. So don't pretend like you shut him down. It was pretty much you jammed him on the line, and then you bailed out, and then you had a safety come down. I watched the game. You didn't. Anyways, uh, my point is, if you take him away, I don't think many teams are going to hold him to one catch. But if you take him away, Minnesota is just flawed, even though you got Dalvin Cook back there. Like I and you got TJ Hawkinson in the middle. They still, I don't know. I really don't know. And honestly, I don't know if Kirk and TJ, they look like they start to get it together uh recently, but I don't know if they have that connection yet. Um and, and the NFC I think is gonna end up being Dallas and whoever is the one and two. Um because I think if Philly gets that by, that gives Jalen another week to, to you know, heal up. They'll probably end up pay, playing somebody like Seattle or the Giants or something like that again. They'll beat them, and I think it'll come down to Philly and Dallas. And as much as it pains me to say this, I think Dallas is going to go to the Super Bowl. That defense is mm. just unworldly. Yeah, but I think I might think San, I think San Francisco is going to be actually. Really I forgot good. San Francisco. Yeah, I really was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I just don't know. Well, Brock, okay, he's great in the regular season, but is he going to go on? Is he going to do a Tom Brady in the playoffs? 
Well, I guess that's. I mean, he that really doesn't have to do. He doesn't have to do that much. That de- that's the most talented team in the NFL. Yeah, but if they play Philly, Philly has the best offensive line in the NFL. Yeah. So it's going to be a stalemate between those two. You might it's have really a quarterback. Who's the quarterback for Philly? It would have to be Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I, I mean, if you don't, if it's you got not no Jalen Hurts, yeah. the then you got no yeah. shot. No, not at all, Philly. We get smacked by the Niners. Um, because who who would the Niners play? Because who would the Niners play in their it first? It looks like the Vikings game? are going to play. Uh, they're going to be the two seed. Um, then the they, Niners they play the are the two seed right now, right? The it's one is Philly, two is San Francisco, three is Minnesota. Yeah. 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 And then four would have to be Tampa, right? It's Tampa, unfortunately. Yeah, and then five is Cowboys, six is Giants, six is seven Giants. is going to be either Seattle, Lions, or Packers. Okay, so Honestly, what's your think thoughts it's on that? Be, I think Seattle wins. I think Seattle gets it. Because uh, if the pa- if the Packers win, they hopscotch over Seattle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think the Packers are beating Detroit. I don't. I don't know if that's going to happen either. Detroit's been firing on on all cylinders. To be fair, so's Green Bay. Yeah, Detroit messed up. They, if they would have beaten Carolina, all this would have been null avoid. Yep, because they would have already had the seventh spot. But I mean, sometimes you drop one, but sometimes that's a really tough one, one to drop. drop. Yeah, it's a really tough one. Um, I think uh, out of those three. The team that I would want to make it the most out of three is probably Detroit, but the team that I think is going to make it is Seattle. Um, yeah, because I don't see Seattle losing to the Rams. I don't see it either, unless Baker does some Baker stuff that he randomly yeah. does. Yeah. It's, I, the whole Packers versus Lions is going to be a pretty interesting game because I think they're pretty, mm-hmm. yeah. pretty even teams right now. Honestly – this don't, don't please don't kill me for saying this, but I think the Lions walk in there with the better quarterback than Rodgers. With the way that Rodgers has been playing right this year, right now, right now in his right now in Rodgers Rodgers career, I used to say every time Rodgers played, pretty much from the time he became a starter and won his first Super Bowl, since that time, there's only been three games. Any t- any point in the season where I said Rodgers wasn't the best quarterback, and that's when if he ever played Manning, if he ever played Brady, and if he ever played Breeze, those are the only times. And when I say Breeze, it's kind of like, eh, it's a toss-up. But the other two, Manning or Brady, and I'm talking Peyton, not Eli, those two are the only ones I've ever said when it's a matchup between those that Rodgers isn't the best quarterback on, on the field. But I think in this particular stage, Jared Goff's a better quarterback. I don't know if I would disagree with you, at least this year. Um, Jared Goff's, and I mean, uh, passer rating's a flawed stat, but it is. Jared Goff has a passer rating of 100 this year, while Rodgers has one of 91. Rodgers has 11 interceptions, 25 touchdowns, um, and 3,500 yards 
approximately 3,500 yards, while Goff has seven interceptions, 29 touchdowns, and 4,200 yards. So Goff has four less interceptions, four more touchdowns, and 700 more yards on the season. Like, I think Detroit's obviously a better team, and having the talent yeah. around Goff has helped them. But Goff think, is playing better than Rodgers has this. They have a bottom, like, three or four defense in the NFL. It doesn't matter. Green Bay's defense is no, isn't any good either. And the Lions have started – their defense has been it's playing consistently much. better in the last half of the season than they were in the first half of the season. And a lot of those stats on defense are weighed down by the first half. Obviously, yeah. they're not a good defense, but, like – they're average to just below average instead of historically bad, I think that puts you in a much better position. They're, they're, uh, they're really young is the thing. They're really young. Yeah. And it's a team that's learning how to win. I'm picking Detroit in that game. And I'm picking Seattle to take that seventh spot. I was hoping Washington would do it, but, um, then you have the entirety of the East in there. As, yeah, as a Colts fan, Carson Wentz is going Carson Wentz. I'm just saying. Carson yeah. Wentz is just going Carson Wentz. Yeah, he's, he's a turnover machine. Yeah. But in his mind, he's got it in his mind that he's just great. Um, uh, uh, we talk about people's contracts. Carson Wentz did the biggest fleece job in recent memory on how he got Philly to pay him that much money and yeah. then proceed to, you know. Uh, anyways. Um, and then Rosen was able to jettison him for a first somehow. Because the coach are stupid. Um, yeah. listen, let me get off that. Let me get off that for <laughs> <a> rant. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're Derek Carr yeah. going to the Colts next year, but I no, I I want the Colts to stop trading for quarterbacks. Not, they have go to draft, draft one. Go draft somebody, please stop. This is you're not in working. a position to do it this year. You know, you know. The funny thing is, the stupid Colts could have done all, ended all of this four years ago, three years ago. When the, you know what they they had the nerve to tell Tom Brady, "We're good now. Nah, we're good. We we'll take Philip Rivers." Are you kidding me? Philip is Philip is a borderline Hall of Fame quarterback. He ain't Tom Brady. But anyways, uh, no one's Tom Brady. And I hate Tom Brady as a player. Like I am one of the biggest haters of Tom Brady as a player. But he ain't. Anyways, he, I would have loved him as a coach, but it wouldn't feel right, you know. Anyways, when he wins, you'll watch the game. You'll you'll forget. I'll forget if he would have got us a super. That could have been us instead of Tampa, because I feel mm-hmm. like our team was as good. Like there's I just, probably as much talent on it. Yeah. It's pro- anyways. Um. All right, I want to attack Zach Wilson. Not attack, but attack the topic of Zach Wilson. Um. We have our very different opinions on this 2021 draft class. Uh, I think we all can agree Trevor Lawrence is the best one in the class. Um, yeah. We two out of three of us have agreed that 
Justin Fields is the second best player quarterback in this class. Um, probably the one with the most ceiling. I think. I mean, Um, he's so talented. He's really fast, but he didn't even throw for like twelve two thousand five hundred yards in sixteen games. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 everyone talks about that. Everyone talks about that, but I want to. I'll let you go, Kyle. I just want to say this. The only thing that I'm going to say with that, and I understand that there's things that need to come along statistics-wise, yeah. but the Bears are spending the – that their roster, their entire roster, costs as much as some teams are spending on offense alone. They – people talk about his yards, and I get it. He does need – there is improvement that needs to happen in the pocket. Sometimes he, he holds the ball too much. Too long, sometimes he doesn't hold the ball long enough. Or he doesn't step up, he'll come he'll roll out and just take off. But I've just saw improvement every game he's played. My point on this, people talk about yards, passing yards for a quarterback, and they don't want to and, and they're forgetting the fact that 30% of yards from a quarterback come from yards after a catch. If you pu- are putting your receiver in a good position to get yards after a catch. He they he should be getting yards after the catch. His receivers have the worst yards after the catch in the entire NFL. They're number they one in the drops. Worst separation. They have the worst separation. That means he's basically throwing these guys. People telling me he can't throw guys open. Well, uh, the fact that he has as many, which isn't a lot of the yards, but as many yard passing yards he has with this receiving core, based off of the lack of separation, means he is throwing them open. Um, so what that is, people want to talk about his yards. Fine, they can talk about it. I get it. Some of that is him. But a lot of that is the fact that he is throwing the guys who cannot run. Um, so that's and has no, no blocking. It has no blocking. He's running for his life out there. Yeah, the dude has but... probably got way more injuries than they say he has. So second, second quarterback in that class is Justin Fields. We still don't know about Trey Lance. And the longer it goes, the more I'm like, eh, it might not, you know? I mean, um, it's also hard to – it's going to – if Purdy goes and wins you even one playoff game, it's going to be hard to not be like, okay, Purdy, you get a, you know, the reins next year. I think you can't you can't do that for the simple fact that you traded so much for Trey Lance and you got Purdy in the seventh round. So there's the a lot of teams that will give up decent draft capital for Lance right now. Oh, I don't know yeah, why you, you won't get you got a cheap quarter. I mean, like the quarterback, the contract's relatively cheap. I don't know why you don't just keep both of them. Like, yeah, you keep quarterbacks get hurt all the that's time. That's what I'm they saying. You keep both. Anyone. Yeah, but then you go into a quarterback. You know, the the uh, quarterback. Well, I mean, nobody's questioning that. Court. If Purdy wins a game, nobody's gonna be like, "Well, why isn't Trey Lance the starting quarterback?" You know, like I don't think yeah. people are gonna question that if you win a playoff game. Yeah, I think, I think honestly, honestly, I don't want to really know if we're looking at talent wise. I think obviously Trey Lance is Trey Lance has more talent. I think Brock Purdy is the type of quarterback that Kyle Shanahan wants. He reminds me of a younger Matt Ryan when Matt Ryan was actually good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's he's more of that. He runs your system, and he does everything he want him to do in your system, and he doesn't make many mistakes in your system. But Trey yeah, Lance he, is a guy that you give a system, he can run that system, but he'll do those things that Brock Purdy won't do, like 
all right, it's not there. I'm not going to check it down. I have a 15 yard run. I'm going to just take it. Right. Mm-hmm. As opposed yeah, Trey to Lance is one of those like more boomer bust players. Like he can, he yeah. can rack off yeah. a 40 yard run when you yeah. need to, he can throw the ball 60, 70 yards if you need to, but like yeah. he's, you know, he's more creative, you know, like Patrick Mahomes, like you're, you're more willing to like, Hey, just go out there throw the ball. If you throw a pick, like mm-hmm. we'll deal with it, you know, kind of thing. And then, but San Francisco doesn't need that. They got a great defense. They got a great offensive no, line. Brock Purdy like, works great. for San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, he works better mm-hmm. than Garoppolo did. I mean, the only yeah, quarterback. Garoppolo, still, Garoppolo was still fine. They already they won over 70% of the games they played with him. So. Yeah, but I, I think mean. Bro- per, Garoppolo's not. Offense, sorry, he's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. No. no. I mean, he's, he's shown that on multiple occasions yeah. that he just and he can't doesn't have healthy. the gas in the tank. No. Uh, like, basically, if you get Garoppolo, you better have a Brock Purdy as a backup because, basically, he's going to place 12 games for you. You're going to need somebody to play the other five. And then if it's not timed out right, he might get hurt when you need somebody to play in the playoffs. So I think the only quarterback, if I'm a coach, as a coach fan, the only quarterback, there's two quarterbacks if they were on the market right now and they said, let's trade for is one of the guys we're going to talk about. Zach Wilson is one of those guys. And hear me out on Zach Wilson. And the second guy will be Trey Lance, but I doubt Trey Lance will become available. We know Zach Wilson's going to come available. Uh, yeah. Zach Wilson, to me, has a lot of Johnny Manziel traits, which is not good to have. Uh, similar body type, similar attitude. Uh, I'm not saying he has the off-the-field issues. It's more so the on-the-field stuff where the lack of leadership, the lack of accountability, and if we're being honest, the fact that he was picked before Trey Lance, Matt Jones, and Justin Fields looks ridiculous. Specifically Fields, but... Specifically Fields, and I'd say Mac Jones, because I think both those guys came from programs that were substantially more um, developed than... BYU were yes, yes. and oh, I, mean, I could see your arguments against against Lance, but Lance theoretically well, Lance had more did, talent. He, Lance did win. Granted, it was the FCS, but he did win a national championship yes. at least. So, like, yes, he and was, I think he's he probably not, more talented. Yes, and he was undefeated in college. Granted, he only played yes. one game his last year, but still, he was undefeated in college. I just Zach Wilson to me is a a gusto, go for the gusto quarterback. And then, like, something, it rubs me the wrong way when you ask him, is there anything you could do better? Nope. Like, that to me is just like, even if you truly believe there was nothing you could do better, as a quarterback, your job is to shovel shit. You are supposed to go up there. Yes, that's your job. You're the face of the franchise. You're Mm -hmm. the guy that people... There are people that don't watch football regularly in your town, but they will know who the hell you are just because of the fact you're the face of the franchise. You own everything, every newspaper, every article, every online. You're the guy. So the fact that you say when we got people like Justin Fields, not to keep beating a dead horse, but Justin Fields, who after a game, which he played probably his best game of his life a few weeks ago, walks into the defense and said, that was on me. We lost because of me. And it probably wasn't even true. 
but Zach Wilson can't even do that when his team is far better than then Justin Fields probably landed on the worst team out of the out of the first round quarterbacks. He probably landed on the worst team. Yeah, he would have every no, not even probably. Definitely. I mean, you can make the yeah. argument that Jacksonville was at the time, but like if you look at the amount of bloated contracts and whatnot, yeah, Chicago was. Trevor Lawrence landed in the, in the most dysfunctional. I don't know because Chicago's kind of rival in that too. The has the McCaskies yeah. aren't great. I think My point is, where do you think Zach Wilson, like, what do you think of him and where do you think he's going to land next year? Because I don't think he's going to be a Jet next year. Oh, well, he's if he got benched twice, and I was reading a little bit on it, um, even with Mike White playing, like, hot ass, and sorry, am I, am I allowed to swear or not? You're good, man. You're good, man. <laughs> and, and putting up, like, six points, like, Sala still said no. That wasn't the wrong decision. Like, like they're they, they I mean, everyone on the team like, was wearing uh, Mike White shirts. Yeah, like yeah. you could see who the team likes, and when you've completely lost your team, that means you're going to go elsewhere. That being said, first round quarterbacks, even when they're awful, get a lot longer leash. You know, maybe not with the team that drafted them. But Ryan Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky still had a chance to start even after four years of. Yeah, but Trubisky playing horribly. Isn't, Trubisky isn't the headache that Zach Wilson is. Right, it's a very similar situation. Yeah. Chicago traded up for him, but he's not. He wasn't the headache, and I think after watching Matt Nagy with Justin Fields last year, I'm starting to think a decent amount of that was probably. Nagy just refusal to play to, uh, or play to his strengths. strengths. Now, watch I think it was a combination of both sucking. He, yeah, Trubisky sucks. But I don't think he's yeah, a headache that Zach Wilson is. I think Zach Wilson's a no. better player, better quarterback. I don't or, think so. I don't, what? I think he's a better quarterback than Trubisky. I, okay, I think he's more talented than Trubisky. He has more talent. He, he has more upside than no. Trubisky, but I don't know if he's a better quarterback because well, he doesn't of, understand how to play quarterback. I don't, uh, I don't know, but Trubisky also doesn't know how to play quarterback. As some of those Trubisky is like a really horrible. good athlete. He, Trubisky is outstanding yeah. athlete. Yeah, I guess. Doc Wilson's probably so. a better enough, better athlete. Yeah, well, I. If you look at it, Trubisky's bigger and faster and stronger. Yes, but Wilson had much better touch. Trubisky had an arm, but like he had absolutely no clue how to throw a ball accurately past ten yards. Like it would just like sail, and it like he'd sail balls so badly that there weren't even defenders in the area to pick it off. You're like, what the hell? (laughs) Like, oh god. I mean, there's and. I'm a little bit scarred as a Bears fan, but there was a point where like if I watched the ball being thrown like more than 15 yards, I would sit and grip my chair because I'm like, oh, no, it's going to be a pick. Like, it was bad. Like, he is. They're probably similar tiers. I mean, that's just like. Oh, God, that's just trash star quarterback. <laughs> like, I'd like to give I'll, I'll give Zach a benefit. Like I so I've made it like a more of a. Um, I play Madden, so <laughs> yeah. I made it more of a, I like uh, my the favorite team to rebuild is the Bears because why not? They're terrible. 
Um, yeah, and you, you have I, a I like to do, but nothing yes, else. Nothing else. I like to do rebuilds, right? So my thing is I've come around on them a little bit because of the fact that I can see there's talent there. But my issue is my issue is I'm gonna lean on this race thing really quick. And there's a point why. Because we talk about quarterbacks not being you know, these dual threats, dual threats being runners and not better, not good passers, et cetera. Yeah. You hear this stuff all the time still with one could argue. Well, you can't argue the best quarterback in football is a black man. Um, mm -hmm. And there's going to be at least four of them that's in the top 10 or black. I give yeah. I can give you that. But. Um, the argument that Zach Wilson. He doesn't know how to play quarterback. And, and and that's a legitimate argument. He does not know how to play quarterback. No, he doesn't know how to play. He does not know how to play the, outside the of those, you know. Those the things gonna... he did in BYU. You can do that yeah. at BYU because they're not going to pull you at BYU. And you're probably the highest uh, rated recruit they got at BYU. Not talking mm -hmm. down on BYU, but it's BYU. For one, not many kids want to go to a Christian school. Um, let's get that out of Mormon, way. Mormon, <laughs> Sorry, right? Mormons, um, <laughs> but not many kids want to do that anyways. And then they're not going to be on TV as much as a kid that would like Justin Fields who went to Ohio state, Mac Jones who yeah. went to Alabama, Trevor Lawrence who went to Clemson. Like, so even Davis Mills who went to Stanford will get more yes. TV time than BYU. So my, my thing is he had so many YouTube highlights of this incredible arm, but then they don't, you don't see the totality of what his game is. I honestly genuinely believe there were scouts that never saw him play a full game. They just went to his pro day. They heard about him gaining traction and things of that nature. Because if you watch him, you can legitimately see as a person that doesn't, if you just know football enough, just on a micro level, you can see he doesn't understand how to play quarterback. He was always an yeah, athlete. But, I mean, you know, when you see talent as a scout, you're like, oh, we got coaches. We can, yeah. we can, you know, coaches, they think, hey, we can change this guy. All you need is talent. We can, we can do the rest kind of thing. But I think that's, that's kind of what that. happens. Cause I mean, you see it with like Sam Darnold too and Carson Wentz. It's like you, you see these coaching staffs that go, oh, I could fix this guy. And potentially like, Trey Lance well, as well. Coach, could be put in yeah, that category. If, yeah. If the coach and before I, you couldn't fix him. I think the I think the perfect example of something like that working. I think Jordan Love will eventually work. I think, but his benefit was he's sitting behind Aaron Rodgers for three years. Yeah, he's in a system. He's in a system that that he's known for three years. He hasn't had turnaround with coaches and small market. There's not much pressure. Small market, not much. Well, it's Green Bay still. So I mean, it's a great franchise. It's title town. I mean, there's not like so, New York City media. Like, there's yeah, not, yeah, it's not. Yeah, you know, he have, I give face every day. Yeah, he doesn't have. He's not constantly bombarded with, you know, the stuff. Is that, that's why I feel like Eli Manning was the perfect New York quarterback because he knew how to handle the media, and it looked like he didn't have any personality. But now seeing him out, outside of football, it's like this dude had plenty of personality. He just knew how to play the game. Zach Wilson is not a guy that that to me can handle that situation like I feel like Trevor Lawrence would have been able to handle that 
Justin Fields would have been able to handle that. Mac Jones, to a certain extent, would have been able to handle that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Trey Lance would have. I mean, because he went to North Dakota State. I think State, Mills could too. Mills is yeah, Mills. I, Mills probably could before. too. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I don't know what his voice sounds like, but he plays in Houston, so no one cares. Uh, <laughs> I guess I don't know. So my point on Zach Wilson is, I think it's something there, but the the issue you have is if he spent all his life being the best player on his team, and he's just been playing that way, it's kind of hard to. As now he's like, I've made it to the NFL playing this way. Go to him and be like, dude, we got to start you at the fundamentals. Because I watch yes. him and see, you don't know how to play quarterback. I'm not saying you can't play it. I'm saying at this particular time, you don't know how to play it. You're out there not knowing what the hell you need to be doing. And that's my biggest gripe because people have so many criticisms on Justin Fields. And now that I've heard Nick's criticisms, I now know it's not race-based. This is more so purely he's an Ohio State quarterback. And oh, they, I mean, like, I don't think Colin, <laughs> I think it also depends on who there's like, definitely Bears fans. Bama quarterback, he's gonna play like Tua or something. I think that's like kind of ridiculous, you know, like yeah, college I, criticism. I, I get it, but I mean, if we're being honest, like the only Penn State running back that's worked out in a long time is Saquon Barkley. Now, Maya Sanders is good, but there was a thing where you don't draft Penn State running backs because of Kajana Carter not doing. So it was like, it's, it's stigmas out there like that. But my my point is Justin Fields gets criticism on he doesn't throw, he doesn't pass enough yards or he, he gets a little extra anchored down. Like there's even Bears fans that don't want him. And I think oh, it's yeah. purely because he's I mean, black. I'm so, the, 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 Bears fans, the Bears fans that don't, it's definitely racism because, like, there's yeah. guys that are just, like, and even if, like, they know it or not, there's guys that are, like, oh, you know, he just needs time to develop. They should play him at running back instead. How does that no. develop you as a quarterback? It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't I, I develop think it's you. The thing is, the thing that I don't like the most about Justin Fields, and this is not even his problem, is he gets hit too many times. I don't care. Oh, who no, I, I, I agree with you completely. Kirk Cousins the NFL getting hit. You cannot sustain a hit. Okay, these no, are you are, you are absolutely hundred pound people that oh, are the strongest people in the world. You are absolutely it is correct. It, I can't watch the games anymore because a we're going to lose them, and b I just constantly see Fields get hit, and I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna fucking ruin them. Sorry for swearing again. Um, you are right, like, man. <laughs> like, like it's atrocious, and there's people that are like, oh yeah, our offensive line's good, but then you see the fact that we have to game plan basically everything around the fact that the offensive line cannot pass protect and you have to find ways to disguise that just to keep him from getting absolutely blown up every play and part of that is running him which then leads to more hits it's just painful that we have because one of the biggest issues is there's no receiving talent there's none and yeah fields could be better like there's things that can grow from his passing game but there is zero receiving talent, especially after Mooney got like after we lost Mooney for the year. Like we are at but the do point you know where it's receiving like, yards he has. Wow. Mooney has did he hit six hundred? Yeah, no, no, he has four hundred and six six four hundred and eighty something receiving yards. And guess what? He got hurt what five six weeks ago. He still yeah. is going to end the season as a leading receiver in yards. That stuff like that's that. That's not going to beat that. Nope. That's insane. Nope. Yeah, like, like the next closest I think is Khalil Herbert, and he missed like a month 
Oh, football. Yeah. It might have been, I think it was. And he's the backup running back. Games. And he's the yeah, backup well, running it, back. It's more of a 1A, 2B, or 1A, 1B situation. Honestly, I honestly think you let David Montgomery go and get Khalil Herbert the full-time job. But that's just my I, opinion. I think you do, too, and you draft a guy in, like, the third round. Like, especially – so. Well, they got Ebner. They got Tristan Ebner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did they throw up Cohen? Cohen? Huh? No, Cohen. I think Cohen's out of the NFL because uh, – Yeah, he's out. He oh, got he hurt again in past physicals. We cut him. Yeah. He went to another team, and then he got hurt again. And it's like, yeah. he hasn't been healthy in four years. And it's like, uh, you can't play. I don't know why that. the Bears extended him. I well, because Ryan, uh, Ryan Pace is Ryan Pace was so dumb, so incre- like he doesn't know how to manage assets. It was just. He basically I, wasted it on a tangent. So he traded for Khalil Mack and wasted his prom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I he wasted Allen Robinson too. But my mm-hmm. I think and the the, the Hicks. basis. Yeah. The basis he wasted everybody. Uh, and cut, yeah. The base Eddie yes. Jackson, all of them. Um the basis yep. uh, of, Eddie Jackson had a good year this year and he might be around i think he's going to be around to if this team can build talent yeah. i think he'll be around for that i think my, my my point i'm trying to make on zach wilson is i've made the point that he doesn't know football but if you look at the criticisms i don't know why he doesn't get the same criticisms that, that i think that was my initial gripe with zach wilson people you know people are actually Upset with Justin Fields, calling it a publicity stunt for going and apologizing to his teammates. Closed doors. Reporters reported that. It's not like teammates went. Actually, no. Eddie Jackson is the one that came out and said, he told us this and we told him this is not your fault, right? This was behind closed doors. It wasn't like he went on the podium and did it, right? Zach Wilson was on the podium and said, nope, there's nothing I could do better. And to be fair, he got even put up. Put up he did get he did get blazed for that. He got blazed yeah. for that, right? My point is, Justin Fields, who was just he's always done this. Like he's done it. He did it in Ohio State. He did it at Georgia. When what? I got a question. Who the hell starts Jake Fromm over Justin Fields? At, anyways, um, I but that's yeah, dumb. Yeah, I, uh, well, it's something about Georgia wanting to be you know like. Loyal to the senior in Con, the same Con way that, yeah, yeah, the Con same Dirty. way that Kirk okay. Ferentz won't start, you know, not yeah, that's that's bullshit. Well, Ohio State got the benefit peakers. of that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just I, I I feel the I feel the I think when we look at this class, if what I think Ryan Poles is going to do, if I think he actually does what I think he will do, as far as just build a team around Justin Fields. In 10 years, we're going to look at this class because if he keeps getting hit like he's getting hit, like if he gets keeps getting hit like he's getting hit now, he will not last five years. But I think the so if he gets if they get that sorry, fixed, John. we're going to look back at this class and say Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields were the best quarterbacks in his class. But it's always been that way. They were the best quarterbacks in high school. They were viewed as the number one quarterbacks coming out of high school. I don't know how so, it changed when it comes to the draft time that it goes from one two to ah Justin Fields can't see the field. 
what i think it was also because the epilepsy thing and there was just a bunch of stuff that came out which i mean it, it to be but fair he it openly always happens, told but... him about that he openly yeah. told him about that because he knew that they were going to pull up his medical stuff but like i don't see trevor lawrence basically told them he doesn't love football and they, he still went number one if a black quarterback tells them i don't love football that dude not they're falling drafted. to the second round at right, least. Like, well, I mean, if if you're just you get drafted, you're falling to the but you're not, You just need one team. The, see, the thing about the NFL is you just need one team to believe in you. Like, you need one team to think you're a first round pick to be a first round pick. Okay, that's valid. Alex Leatherwood. That is valid. That is valid. <laughs> so, rip the Raiders. Do we but, have Alex in? Is that what you said? What? You said Nick. Oh, go ahead. I said Alex Leatherwood. Oh, Cleveland as Barrel. an example of. Cleveland Farrell, like he's like a really good dude, but there's no way he should have been the fourth overall pick. Like if he's the fourth overall pick, you want a super high potential guy. He's just like he's a nice player. He was not even the best defensive player on that Clemson team. The best defensive player on that team was not him. It was uh, the dude that went to Miami, uh, Watkins, Quentin Watkins, or something like that. Watson. He was the best defensive player on that team, or at least on that D-line. Oh, no, they also had uh, that giant deep nose tackle. He was also on that team, I think. Yeah, yeah, right. So, like, he was not even the best defensive player on this team. He won 4 for raw. But that's what happened. He could have been the third best deep. defensive player on his defensive line. Yeah, that's just – but they took him. Well, I mean, I mean, that's the one that's the linebacker from uh, or that the Packers drafted this year out of Georgia. I mean, there's a lot of people that Adam is, you know, the third best linebacker on that Georgia team. And he honestly, Trey, Trayvon Walker is going to be a bust. Uh, they should have taken Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, yeah. But because he's not to me, he wasn't even the best Georgia defensive player. The best Georgia defensive player to me is the one that was hurt and went to the Eagles. Jordan Davis or the uh, middle linebacker? The middle linebacker. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think he was the best. But we got to round this episode out. Um, oh, so yeah. I, I think uh, to hit like a, a really big way, I think what do you think of after watching – the bowl games. What do you now think of Bryce Young and CJ Stroud as who who's the better quarterback? Who's one or two? Who's going first? I think it's easy to say that I mean obviously I think Bryce Young, they both played very well, but Bryce Young played a lot better. I still wouldn't touch either of them with a top ten pick. Um, the quarterback class next year is tremendously better. I would stick it out one more year, take Will Anderson, who's like a, a lock, you know, he's going to be yeah. an all pro player in two yeah. or three years and then go out and get, uh, Ooh, who's the USD quarterback? Uh, Caleb, Williams. Caleb Williams. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Caleb Williams. He's that Trevor Lawrence esque talent. Um, Even you know, he's going to get a lot fingernails. of nails. <laughs> that's really stupid i really i, I would not do that i just thought it was so stupid that people were causing an issue with it like well making i think it, it seemed really like immature. it's a character i don't care they that also, fingernails it's just so immature 
They so also like, had an issue with like, him crying, so I don't really care what people say. Anymore. I don't care about the crying part, but the the fingernail, like painting, like fuck Utah. It's a like, bit much. Yeah, it's a bit oh. much. <laughs> okay, like, <laughs> but no, I think but, he's he's gonna get a lot yeah. of the easy comparison is Patrick Mahomes or whatever the lazy comparison, whatever. Uh, he's gonna be really good, and yeah. I'm I'm gonna take a generational defensive player. We'll be bad for another year. And then we're going to be in the playoffs for the next 15 years from Houston. So that's what I would do if I was Houston. I just, I don't know if that's going to happen. I think they're going to end up picking Bryce Young. I mean, it happens every year where there's just teams that need quarterbacks and they're just, you know, like, ooh, we need to get a shot. Ooh, this is the year that we could do it. Ooh, we don't know if we'll get it again. But I think Bryce Young's the better quarterback over CJ Stroud. Um, like, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'd want to touch either of them I, I maybe after pick five except I, I think there's going to be possibly even three quarterbacks picked within five it's going to be but will will what is it will levis, levis. Yeah. i think i think it's going to go after after stroud's game i think it's going to go young stroud then levis before the game i thought it, levis was going to go before stroud but because yeah, i i don't think stroud I gets the number levis one position is- I still think Levis goes before Stroud, and I have yet to see Levis play. But I think, I think Levis is more prototype body body type than like Bryce Young is a small man. Yeah, oh um, yeah, and I, that's that's I my only issue about him. him. Like he's just I too small. Not even one ninety. Yeah, he is too small, and I don't see him getting any bigger. And to me, C.J. Stroud is a come and go type quarterback. Like he'll have a game like he had against Georgia and then he'll have a game like he had against Michigan. Yeah. yeah Stroud, but also if I could have oh, any of them, I would take Stroud in a heartbeat. Um, but uh, yeah, I still want, I think like those picks are a top 10 pick. You want a guaranteed player. And like, if I'm Houston, I mean, I like, Davis Mills enough, or I would, you know, I'll sign Baker Mayfield. Mm, I don't think they like Davis Mills enough, and I've seen Davis Mills play this year. You got to have a long-term outlook. You can't just be like, oh, we got to be, we got to go get seven wins this year. You got to think, like, I'm more worried about, you know, be a a championship chasing team for the next 10 years. If you're in the AFC, you got to play Burrow, Mahomes, Herbert. You, You really think, like, Stroud Lamar. I mean, I like Stroud a lot. We're like, you want to put Levis against? You want to put Levis in against them? You want to put Bryce Young in against them? Yeah, I don't. I get, I get, I get that. I, I definitely. The other get thing, that. I think Caleb Williams would be a good addition to an AFC quarterback. I mean, because pretty much the top six AFC quarterbacks are in the playoffs. So, uh, I think the situation that you run into those that people view it as, oh, you know. Th- just because they're not like as much they're not your Trevor Lawrence you know type prospect there's a lot of prospects who happen to work out like guys that you know your Mahomes where they're drafted look at Russell Russell Wilson he was drafted well I mean not this year but like every other year but look at his look at his career like no one thought he would be the longest him he and Kirk Cousins would be the longest running quarterbacks in that class that mm-hmm. had two generational talents and Andrew Luck and Robert Griffin. Both yeah, of those guys yeah. retired way too soon. Both of their yeah, careers I mean, did injuries. not go like they should be. Yeah, they killed both of their careers injuries, but 
Yeah. That's the point. Like Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl. Those two didn't. Um, yeah. And Kirk Cousins I mean, was at, a fourth round pick. Look at Dak. Yeah. You know, yeah. And your oh, yeah. Derek Carrs and guys that. Although are, Derek should have. Minnesota. Dak, I don't know Dak what you're Jalen Hurts. Dak had a UI right before the draft, like in the month or two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, I don't think I don't think he was. I don't think he was going to be a. He wasn't going to go high in that. Draft. I mean, he could have been gross. a second round pick if he did. I think that. Ah, yeah. He was. I mean, even if you are Mississippi round State pick. was really good. It was really highly rated. He was there's good. A, I, this, I don't know. If there's he was a big go difference between pick thirty three and pick five. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm not even thirty three. I'm yeah. saying like fifty five. Yeah. Exactly. Know? I mean, that that's like where. Jalen Hurts got picked, and Jalen Hurts was one of those guys that's like, oh, maybe it'll start at some point. Like, I no was really surprised that he went that high, but I wanted really the Bears good to draft him so bad, and then they drafted Cole Komet, and I was pissed. I was so pissed. I wanted, oh, me and my friend Nick were sitting watching the draft. Oh, that year pissed me off so much. There was also a cornerback that the Lions ended up getting who's starting for them now, and we drafted Riley Ridley instead. Oh. So yeah, he got drafted because his but, brother was pretty good. Yeah, that's that's it. He was basically not. we're getting we're getting uh Stroud is pretty much over if we have to choose between those three. I think this class has value at quarterback in the later rounds, like Hendon Hooker, Max Duggan, yeah. uh or the guy from Florida. Florida. Uh, yeah. Robinson. Oh, oh yes. I think Richardson is going to probably be Richardson. If, yeah, yeah. That's Anthony it. Richardson, if he went to a I team that could let him sit, i.e., Minnesota, he might go to the Giants. Uh, uh, I just think if he goes to the Giants, he's going to have that to could play work. That soon. could work. You got yeah. yeah even I mean, if he does like, have just, to play, you need to I don't support care. people. You can't do this like what the Bears are doing. The Bears are doing the quarterback rebuild the opposite way. You build the entire oh, team. I agree. And then you put the quarterback. In. No, that's what I'm, sa- that's what I'm saying. If he goes to the yeah. Giants, he's going to have to play sooner than he should. Is what my, I think he yeah, should but he's, The offensive sit. line is pretty solid. He's going to have Saquon. I know the receiving core is terrible, but they'll, they'll address that in the offseason, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and exactly. If you, have the, if you have the line built, that's the important. I guess. The defense. They got a defense, I mean, a run game, an offensive. You got to resign Saquon. Good, good offensive coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to resign Saquon. Um, all right. Uh, this is gonna do it for us in this episode. Uh, I'm D. That's Nick okay. and Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll get better. <laughs> no, you get, get better at that. See you guys on this one. All right. See you guys.